Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, welcome back to According To. I'm Megan. And I'm Sierra. We are back with another Reddit episode. Today we're doing an Am I the A-Hole Reddit episode. Yeah, we were going through and we were planning, um, or we were planning out what ones we were going to read, and so Sierra and I like to go through and make sure we don't have any duplicates before we start recording. And usually we do pretty good and don't have really any duplicates. Maybe two or three. But this time, Sierra literally had five of my seven. So then I was like, luckily I hadn't taken the time to read them. I was just pulling up ones I thought would be interesting. But I was just like, okay, let me go find five other ones. Um, but we have, we have some, some good ones. fun ones. I kind of think Sears are going to be better because I have the first I have round picks pulled the same ones that she did, but I kind of went through and um, found some ones that I thought would be okay. So we'll hope they're decent. Uh, before we get into today's episode, we want to start off with our weekly spotlight. So Megan, what is yours? Um, that's a good question. My weekly spotlight is honestly that the weather has been pretty nice still this weekend, and it's been sunny. Um, and that's been just like, I'm appreciating it because I know it could very easily like not be that way since it's already November right now. Um, and at the same time I was able to catch up on some sleep this weekend, which I think was very much needed. I was like exhausted last week. So yeah, I slept in, I literally forgot daylight savings happened and I was just like, why did I feel like I slept for so long? Even though I woke up at like eight o'clock and then I was like, oh, cause it would be nine o'clock. Yeah. I also forgot it was, uh, daylight savings. I actually thought it was Sunday night instead of between Saturday and Sunday. Did you know that apparently next year there's a chance we won't have daylight savings? Hmm. There's a bill, like, that's being proposed to, like, get rid of it. Isn't there part of, like, one state that doesn't do it, right? Like, doesn't know. a state not do it? Like, Arizona or something? <clears throat> I don't know how that would work. Um, my weekly spotlight, I think, is the fact that Maggie and her boyfriend Sam came up uh, to visit us. Not to visit us, but... Uh, they were up here between Thursday and Friday because Sam had an interview with the University of Iowa PT program. Uh, so they stayed with us, and it was just a lot of fun. We went out to a restaurant. I need to tell you guys the funniest thing that happened, and it's not going to sound nearly as funny as it was like actually being there in person, but I don't know what we were talking about. We were talking about Maggie's little brother, Maverick, and uh, I think Haley mentioned, like, oh, you should have just like, picked him up and like brought him home because I think we we're talking about them trick-or-treating and how Maggie was with him and he like got distracted by all the Halloween decorations on their way back home and so I think Sam must have been like half paying attention but keep in mind like when he speaks up we think that he's talking about Maverick Maggie's little brother and he's like well I picked him up one time and like he tried to bite me and we're kind of like oh like okay and I think we're all kind of like why would you like try and pick him up he's like 10 years old and weighs quite a bit like why'd you do that so I think Maggie was like well why did you try and pick him up and he was like well he like walked right up to me and like looked like he wanted to be held so I tried to pick him up but then he's like but then I don't think he saw me so I think that's why he tried to bite me and then at least I was thinking this I was like well what do you mean he walked up to you but he didn't see you that doesn't make any sense because Maverick can see (laughs) and then Maggie was like I told that to Maggie and then she kind of turned to him and he was like or she was like 
what do you mean? Like, he's not blind. Like, he could see you. And then Sam was like, no, he is blind. And then Maggie was the one who caught on. She was like, you were talking about my dog, Toby. And we are talking about my brother, Maverick. And that might not sound funny to you, but I, that was the hardest I laughed in a very long time. I could not breathe and my eyes were watering. So, hope you guys got some sort of laughter out of that. Uh, what else? I finished my book, Beach Read. I thought it was very good. I give it five out of five stars. Also, follow me on Goodreads. Find me. I think my username is just Sierra Stitz or something. I'd be posting on there. She's a much better book reader than I am. I know. I've read like four books or something and you're still on the one that you're reading. You gotta catch up, Megan. Sierra and I were also talking. I'm sure coming up, we probably do have like a, towards the end of the year, like a final New Year's resolutions thing. I'm sure. Or Sierra, you actually, we have this plan actually that we need to make sure we stay on top of. So that's just us reminding us right now. (laughs) Um... But I was talking to Sierra today because we were walking back after working out because it was so nice outside. Um, and I was just like, we got to get on. We got to get on that. Like, and I've, we've been saying that all year, but we have to. And then I kind of I feel like I forgot you had three written down versus my one. You haven't even mentioned the word date at all. OK, so that's what I'm talking about <laughs> is how we both had a date, a number of dates we had that we wanted to go on for like our um, I almost said bucket list this year. But that's not what I meant. <laughs> bucket list. <laughs> um, I mean, it could be like a bucket list. Sure. Sure. And so I'm just like, dang, like, here you have three. No, and I'm it could stressed. be, hey, you could find I could one find the good one. person. <laughs> and then it's, days. it'd be really easy. Yeah. But I'm really uh. glad, I'm really glad that I recognized, I was like, you haven't gone on dates like at all. So like, let's start low. And I'm really glad that it being November, I'm still not sure what I'm going to make happen, but yeah. I'm just glad that I only have one singular date i was telling megan because we were talking about this obviously and i'm like stuck between like okay dating apps are probably like more realistic like of a route to go to like make a date happen but then i'm like i'd be reading all these romance books and they don't meet on dating apps they meet like in real life in real life and i'm like that's cute but obviously it's a book and so it's like not real and it's unrealistic but i'm just kind of conflicted so i don't know it's hard because right now i'm actually like less motivated I feel like to make something happen than I have been at other points throughout this year but I'm just like well time is ticking either way I feel like I'm trying to tell myself either way obviously like you shouldn't go on a date with someone that like you don't see like anything happening with but like also it could just be good to be like okay let's just go on a date and like see how it flows see like Like, maybe you view it more as just like a let's go hang out type situation yeah I don't see anything happening but just so I can check it off my (laughs) to-do list yeah it, hey, I mean, if something good happens, know. then, like, it's good. But, like, also, like, dates can go bad even if you do want to expect something, like, out of it, you know? So, you could just be like, uh, sorry. I know. I don't see anything. Definitely need to lower some expectations or something. I don't know. It just is, like, not happening. <laughs> but it's going to happen because it, it's my goal for myself, so. Yeah. You guys know that pretty much any time Sierra and I are wearing jewelry, it's from Ana Luisa. Which is why we are excited that they are sponsoring today's episode. Ana Luisa is known for their timeless pieces and their focus on sustainability. They also release new jewelry collections every Friday. They have jewelry for any price range with pieces starting at $39, and they are currently having their biggest sale of the year. You can get 20% off by clicking the link in the episode description or by visiting shop.analuisa.com slash according. That's shop.analuisa.com slash according. Shall I start? Sure. Okay. My first one is 
would I be the a-hole if I announce a pregnancy? Okay, also just recapping this whole episode concept if you are new listeners. Um, so we go on Reddit and there's different subreddits on Reddit and we are specifically on the am I the a-hole subreddit where people post different scenarios and situations and they ask for people's opinions on if they were in the right or in the wrong. So, And then we get to decide and also maybe read some other commenters who have their own thoughts. So would I be the a-hole if I announce a pregnancy on Thanksgiving and distracting from the fact that mom or that my mom is hosting the dinner for the first time? So it says, my husband and I, this is 26-year-old female and 28-year-old male, found out recently that I have a human growing inside of my body, which I hated how she worded that. Don't you hate that? Like, just classic millennial, pregnant. like, over-explaining. Uh, I'm growing like, a human inside of my body. You know anyways, how that whole pregnancy thing. thing works? How quirky. We are really happy about it. I want to tell all of my family when I see them on Thanksgiving, but the issue is that this year will be the first time that Thanksgiving is being held at my parents' house instead of my grandmother's. This is really important for my mom. I'm worried that my pregnancy would take away from the attention take away the attention from her and that she may not like that. My sister, 22-year-old female, is the only one who already knows and she thinks I should do it anyway. I don't want a conflict with my mom, but honestly, if there is one thing, if there is one, I think it would be her fault. My husband says that I should talk to my mom before. I think that's kind of weird that she's like, can, like t- what what attention from your mom? It is, you know what I mean? That's what I thought was interesting too. Like whoever, I go to my grandma's for Thanksgiving every year and it's not like we're like, oh my god, Grammy, you're hosting, like, wow, queen of the house. She is the queen of the house. But, like, if all of a sudden, I was like, wondering, I was like, is this the first time thing because your grandma has passed away? But even then, I'm like, I just is this the dynamic don't see the correlation. Like, I don't, dinner? I can't imagine, like, her announcing her pregnancy and her mom being like, this is about me. Like, this day is about me. And also, like, wouldn't she be excited because she'd be a grandma? Like, I don't know. I just feel like. I feel like you would not be the a-hole, and I think it's weird and it's that like you're everyone's there. That. So, like convenience-wise, I think it makes sense. Yeah, I guess I just don't really see. I can't comprehend the issue. Is my problem? So then I can't even comprehend how you would be the a-hole because, like, I think it'd be completely like a perfectly normal setting for anyone with a big announcement to like announce at any sort of large family gathering, like big life news, except for like you know at another wedding, like don't get engaged, like that kind of thing. But you know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I would say not the a-hole, and I fail to see the issue. So, there's actually at least one mixed response. So, when someone said you would be the a-hole if you didn't get permission from your mom first. No. Um, and then it says, what's with so many pregnant people thinking they get to interrupt whatever party, dinner, event, wedding they're at to make the focus all about them? And then a response to that is, I don't think it's remotely fair to conflate announcing your pregnancy at someone else's wedding to announce it at a family event like Thanksgiving. Yeah, like, Thanksgiving isn't about anyone. Like, it's not anyone's event. It's literally just a family event. Like, if it's a wedding or someone's bridal shower or someone's birthday, I get it, you know? Because the focus is on someone specific at that event. Thanksgiving is not about anyone there. It is a family get-together. So, I see no issue. I say go ahead and announce. Like, it also, like, it wouldn't hurt to, like, want to tell your mom beforehand, maybe. Yeah, and like, then if you also... want to, like, give her, like, a fun little grandma shout and be like, by the way, like, do you think I could announce this at Thanksgiving? I think it'd be, like, really fun and exciting. And you can do that if you want to be careful. I don't know. All right. Am I the a-hole for my petty response to my boyfriend's purposeful incompetence about chores? My boyfriend has started pretending to be bad at basic life stuff like dishes and laundry like he can't do it, so I do it. 
I feel pretty frustrated with that and told him straight up that I knew he didn't forget how to clean since he moved in with me. He was always very competent living alone and I didn't appreciate him forgetting how to do chores. I said that when I asked him to do the dishes and he refused and refused until he finally did them wrong that I was not that stupid. He said that he was trying his best and I was wrong for saying he was trying to manipulate me. And from that perspective, or in that from his perspective, I asked him to do something and that he did it the best he could and I kept at him because it wasn't up to my impossibly high standards and he couldn't win and he wanted me to believe him when he was saying he was trying. Anyway, this might be petty, but I decided to give, quote, believing him a try. So, he had bleach stained my favorite black, or my favorite little black dress. Instead of getting mad, next time he had a family event, I put it on. Uh, he asked me if I was really going to wear that. It looked messy. I said I, that I loved the dress and understood accents happen, so I wasn't mad or upset that he that it had bleach spots. Actually, I thought it looked pretty cool. Uh, he said he really thought it looked bad, and I said he, if he wants, he can sharpie on the white spots real quick in the Uber. It ended up looking even worse. Another time we were having dinner and he had done the dishes but put some of the cups and bowls in the dishwasher upside down so they filled with dirty water. I took the cups and bowls, dumped them out in the sink, but I didn't wash them further and served his food in them. He oh said that God. it was dirty and I was like, they just came out of the dishwasher. It's just water. It's fine. He said that no, it was disgusting and I said it was really no biggie. I was getting over my impossibly high cleanliness standards and I really didn't think it was that gross. The last time I had cooked for a work party of his, after cooking, the dish needed to cool for about 30 minutes and then be refrigerated. I had plans with my friends that night, and I asked him to put the dish away after it cooled. He forgot. The next morning, he noticed the dish was never refrigerated. I said it was fine. It was just a mistake, and it would probably be fine to eat. There wasn't a lot of meat in it. He got frustrated and said that you can't serve meat left out overnight, even if it is only a little. And I said, oh, I think it should be okay. Stuff happens. He stopped being so lazy about chores after he realized I seemed totally okay with leaving stuff done badly and that he'll be living with it. But I feel petty for having been dishonest about it. I actually hate how my bleach dress looked and my stomach turns at dirty dish soap. Or, yeah. And unrefrigerated meat. Am I the a-hole for being petty? I think... I don't ever like when people are petty, really. So, in that sense... Like, that's a little next level. Like... They try to have a conversation. I know she said that, like, she tried to do the conversation first, but, like, I just couldn't ever imagine myself being like, oh, no, like, let me wear this bleach stained dress. Like, no, I'm going to prove a point. Or, like, no, let me the let me do the dishes. This is kind of funny. Like, <laughs> my thought is I'm going to, like, all I can do is, like, take her word for this stuff. But, and she's saying how, like, her boyfriend has obviously lived on his own and managed and done fine. And so, like, and I know this stuff is not that hard, so she's complaining about it. My guess is that there's, like, some truth to what she's saying. But I'm also going to, like, give him the benefit of the doubt. Sometimes you put stuff in the dishwasher and it, like, flows back over. Or you put a cup in and sometimes that stuff happens. But I also feel like he probably is... There was one part you read that I can't fully remember where I was like, is he gaslighting her? Because, like, she... I don't know. It was just like a part where he was just like acting really incompetent or like him saying that he didn't know her like specific way of like how she wanted the dishes oh. done. There. What do you mean? You put the dishes in, flip stuff upside down. That's what you do. That's what you do. Um, I think it's like this is like small things that could like add up to be a big thing. Like they need to get this resolved. Where I think I fall is I would say not the a-hole because i think if you've had this conversation with your boyfriend time and time again i just feel like this seems like an immature relationship honestly well that's besides the point i would not if a guy that i was dating was like all of a sudden not able to do chores i was like what are you doing so that wouldn't fly with me in the first place but her response if she's tried and tried again she doesn't want to break up with him you know that might be a little dramatic 
I'm just like, okay, if you want to do the dishes, how you do the dishes, here's the, here's the plate that you put in the dishwasher. Here you go. And he's like, it's dirty. I'd be like, you're the one that did the dishes. So what do you want to do about that? You can clean it. Yeah. Um, I don't really get like the bleach stained dress one. That one missed the mark a little bit. And then <laughs> what was the last one? Oh, like food. food and like she made the food for his freaking work party and then she's like i'm going like put this in the fridge i'd be like well you can make something else if you don't want to bring that so okay this one i'm actually interested to see our thoughts on am i the a-hole for asking how much my engagement ring cost i got engaged a few months ago my fiance designed my engagement ring himself and it's honestly the nicest thing anyone has ever given me i never asked my fiance how much the ring cost because i I personally didn't care, and that wasn't even a thought that crossed my mind. However, I recently asked because the reaction of some of my family, of my family and friends, has made me feel more and more uncomfortable. It started at my engagement party when my cousins pulled me aside um, because they wanted to see the ring. I showed them, and one of them asked if it was real and started speculating on how much it cost. I have no idea about how much rings cost, so I thought they were just exaggerating. There have been multiple other instances, including my friend telling me she would be too scared to wear the ring outside if it was hers. The straw that finally broke the camel's back was when I forgot to take the ring off because I started washing or before I started washing the dishes and my sister freaked out and told me I should be more careful with something so valuable. My fiance asked my sister and mom for help when he was designing the ring and I'm confident they have at least an idea on how much it costs since my sister made a comment about it um, to my stepsister before. The next time I saw my fiance, I asked him how much it cost. He thought I never liked the ring, but I assured him it wasn't that, and that I was just curious because of the comments people kept making. He told me he wasn't going to tell me when I asked him why he said he didn't matter. I asked him a few times, but he wouldn't budge. I got upset, and we ended up having an argument over it. So, that mm. is that one. This one, I, I might have a little bit nuanced. unpopular take, but I kind of feel like you should have a conversation about the cost of these things prior to i don't think it should be in secret honestly yeah i agree i think it just makes for more open communication i think you can put both of yourselves on the same page or at least see where the other is coming from like if someone has like super high expectations they're probably going to want to know either way or if someone has like expectations like they really honestly don't care if the ring is that super expensive then it could be like a good communication point because then now you know you don't have to spend this larger amount that you would have spent so it like saves you guys money and then sometimes there still is like the not balance of like they want to get a nicer ring even if you like don't necessarily want a nicer ring so it doesn't have to be like everyone agreeing everywhere but i do feel like it is better to know these things i have a point to bring up that is kind of related to like what we talk about in class sometimes when it comes to like are the questions that we are asking going to affect anything that we do which obviously like the ring's already bought so like your point about like what you know how much you should spend on the ring is already out the door because they already bought the ring is her knowing the price of the engagement ring going to change how she like uses the ring how much she keeps it on whatever her sister did mention dishes she didn't take it off <laughs> so i'm just like I'm just saying, I feel like she doesn't have to know unless it's going to, like, drastically change how, like, she wears her ring or whatever. Would it annoy you, though? Like, let's say you, like, have this whole, like, I don't have to know mentality, but if you were to ask your fiancé and they, like, refuse to tell you, wouldn't you be kind of mad? I guess. I feel like, I don't know, maybe I'd have to have a guy, like, chip in his own, you know, words of wisdom if, like, 
it's sort of like a pride thing about like oh like i don't want to be like judged for how much i like spent on the ring but like also just like knowing like maybe some guys are like why well, i could spend that much and i wanted to but i don't want to be like judged for how much it was like i won't claim to know like what goes i'm the to. last person to know anything about the cost of rings so oh same i they could either. fool me i don't even know what an expensive ring is <laughs> so yeah I don't know, this one I just thought was kind of interesting, because, like, I see where Sears coming from, and how, like, in theory it doesn't matter, but at the same time, I kind of am approaching it more of, like, just from a communication, and not even, like, a ring-specific standpoint. Yeah, I get that. So. Okay. And I feel like... Final thoughts for me, though. Is she asking if she's the a-hole for yeah. asking? Yeah. I don't think she is for asking, but I also wouldn't say her boyfriend, or fiancé, sorry, is for not telling. I don't think anyone's an a-hole. Someone said, honestly, I'm kind of torn here. Hmm. On one hand, you should be aware of how expensive or precious something is so you can best protect it. On the other hand, it kind of feels like you should be protecting your engagement ring regardless of its monetary value. That's what I just said. Um, you need to have jewelry professionally appraised to get it insured. I don't know. If, a more polite way to handle it instead of asking the cost would have been something like, hey, I'm not really... Up on ring costs, but it really doesn't matter to me. But I'm just wondering if getting the ring insured is something we should consider. Yeah, that's a good idea. So those are kind of people's thoughts. All right. Next one that I have. Am I the a-hole for telling my married friends they aren't chipping in their share to pay for group activities? So my close friend group consists of five people, three singles, and one married couple. Every time we do something together, we need to split costs, and the couple only pays one-fourth. A few months ago, we all went on vacation together. When we were talking about splitting the cost of the rental house, I said something like, it's $1,300 divided by five people. Though I've said, no, it's divided by four, since her husband, or it's like her husband, and I will be sharing a room. I wasn't happy about it because they're also the only ones who got their own room. The rental had one bedroom, a set of bunk beds built into the hallway, and a sleeper sofa, so none of the rest of us had a private space. But I let it go because no one else seemed to object that logic. Same thing happened when we rented a boat for the day on that trip and happens regularly when we all take an Uber together. Last night we all ordered pizza. It was $60. when they Uber, they only divided by four? Yes. I'm there gonna, was five people I'm in keep Uber. I had rewards points that I was happy to share, so we got $10 off, bringing the total of $50. So I said, it's $10 per person. Again, my friend objected. This time, though, I, I was like, if you guys together are going to eat only as much as one person, then fine. Otherwise, you should pay for the percentage that you're going to eat. Married friend got pissy about it. The other singles didn't want to get involved, and now I'm not sure if I'm being uh, an a-hole about this. Afterwards, one friend said I should just let it go for the sake of peace because, quote, it's only 250 difference if we split between four and five people. True, but that's not really the point. I'm not trying to be a cheapskate, and I love my married friends to pieces, but like I said, it happens all the time, not to mention they're married, so having or so they have two incomes, and they each make more than the rest of us do to begin with, so why should we also have to pay less? Or so why should they also have to pay less per person for group expenses? I am unequivocally 100% on your side. <laughs> I am too. At first, like, for the rental thing, I was like, oh, like, if it's just, like, if they share room, like, that would make sense that, like, they would only pay for, like, their room, but then I was kind of like, uh, like, it's not, like, they all get their own room. You know what I mean? And then also, like, the other stuff doesn't make any sense whatsoever. No. The Uber, the food, like, you are people. Right? <laughs> it makes no sense. I'm kind of always, like, you pay your share. The living space situation may be arguable, sure. But, like, pizza nothing else. is for... It's all, like, per person. That's yeah. how you order. That's how you 
Like an Uber, car seats are filled. Pizza slices are being eaten. So, like, in no way, shape, or form is you being married affecting how much you are getting as an individual. I need to see people's responses. Uh, I'm seeing not the a-hole. Someone said maybe stop inviting them places. Uh, not the a-hole. Uh, yeah, I don't think I see anyone disagreeing. Which is good, because otherwise I'd be like, mm. I wonder, like, is that, did she make it sound like it was just, like, the wife that was the Someone one? Someone said, not the a-hole. This is a hill I will die on. A person is a whole person. You don't get halved when you marry. You pay per person, not per wedding decree. Is it only the wife that's, like, that's making what it sounds like. Where's the husband at? He should be, like, it's fine. We're two people. I don't know. Weird. I think so, too. Am I the a-hole for leaving at my birthday party because my sister showed up? This one's worded kind of weirdly, so I might get tripped up when I'm reading it, but I caught my That's former- the thing about these sometimes. Yeah. It's like, I swear I'm not an idiot. I'm just reading it word for word. I caught my former brother-in-law making out with another woman, but when I told my sister what I witnessed, she dismissed it and pretty much called me a jealous, ugly girl with no future who's trying to ruin her marriage because I was jealous of all the things she had. She yelled at me for half an hour and making fun of all my insecurities- um, that was when she was 17, so this was, like, a while ago. I was just a child who loved her sister and wanted the best for her. After that, I stopped talking to her, and everyone thought I was lying. I already had low self-esteem, so her words didn't help at all. And on bad days, she still thinks about, like, that. So I guess it weighed heavily on her, is what okay. I'm saying. Um, they were together Does for three more years. Does it say how old she is now? No. Okay. They were together for three more years, so I guess it's at least three years past that. Before she realized that he was lying to her and she tried to apologize and build a relationship again. But I was done with her. Everyone in my family has been asking me to forgive her and I haven't. She hurt me when she said all those things to me. It was my birthday last week. My mom wanted to host a small party. I told her that I didn't want my sister to attend. She said she wouldn't invite her, but her sister ended up turning up anyways. Um, So she thinks her mom did invite her and she was incredibly upset. My girlfriend asked me if I wanted to leave and I nodded. So she found the right moment and we slipped out without anyone noticing and she told her mom like five minutes after they left that they left everyone is upset with me by my dad thinks i was childish my mother's not speaking to me because i embarrassed her in front of the family so is she the a-hole for leaving Hmm. her feelings are valid so i won't say she is the a-hole but i feel like there's a larger picture here and i'm like unless your sister has done other stuff like it is i feel like it's time to bury the hatchet right like, I think that your sister has made it, you've made it sound like your sister wants to build a relationship with you. And she's probably like, I'm just projecting here. I'm guessing like clawing in like wherever she can. She's like, oh, like her birthday party. Like I can go like see her then and like try and talk to her. Like, I just feel like from what you've told us, uh, it's been three years. She eventually came back and said, you were right. Like I was wrong. And she wants people to say mean things when they're yeah. like, in the moment. And, like, you can't, like, obviously what she said to you hurt your feelings and, like... And, again, maybe there's more at play here. Mm-hmm. But you have to understand, like, when you say, like, oh, like, your boyfriend's literally cheating on you, that's going to be, like, a, an emotional time for her and she won't be at her best when she's responding to you, especially if she doesn't want to believe it. So that's why she said some, some hurtful things, which, again, were hurtful regardless of, like, whether or not she, like, should have said it. But I just feel like it's time to bury the hatchet start anew and move on like you have your whole rest of your life ahead of you you're not going to just talk to your sister at all because of one night 
yeah so i feel like i'm just like i just feel like the punishment that you're giving towards your sister isn't really matching what we can see of the situation i agree i still i won't say you're the a-hole though because if you were just i feel like there is definitely information missing yeah because i just like honestly don't think that this is everything that would lead to this Someone said, not the a-hole. What you did is called enforcing a boundary, which is true. She did specifically say her expectations to her mom. Um, Not the a-hole. You're a person with real emotions, not a puppet for your parents to make a fake happy family. People are saying that wasn't a party. That was an ambush. I'm honestly kind of surprised that everyone's on this side. I feel like more people are kind of just like saying that their expectation is probably like that this is a more dysfunctional family than is probably like being what on. is said on the surface. Yeah. So everyone kind of is agreeing with <sighs> that. All right. That's fair. Okay. Next one I have Am I the a hole uh, for refusing to put my brother up for adoption? I, 28 male, and my wife, 28 female, have been married for two years. My wife is four months pregnant. My parents died in a car crash about a month ago, and my brother, 14 male, has nobody to turn to except me. We have no other living relatives. I decided to take in my brother until he's an adult, or until he's an adult. My wife feels like it's not our responsibility to care for my brother, and since she's pregnant, she wants me to focus only on our child. I told her that while my brother has nowhere to go, or I told her that my brother has nowhere to go, and hence he'll be staying with us at least until he's an adult. She's mad at me and is refusing to tell to talk to me until i put my brother up for adoption there's a typo that's it that might be hard to do if he's not gonna put his brother up for adoption (laughs) um that's odd that right the wife is just like no send him off and like he's 14 like it's it's gonna be four years he can probably take care of himself decently well and i guess freaking parents just died you just want to be like "Mm, send him off that's bizarre to where so, I think absolutely not the a-hole. If anything, the wife is being an a-hole because she should, with loving and open arms, say, oh my god, your brother can come stay with us and we'll happily take care of him. Yeah. And, like, the fact that she's pregnant, I'm sorry, that doesn't matter. Congrats. You have two kids now. Honestly, red flag for the wife. Right? I'd be like, shoot, I'm, like, literally, like, I have a family with this person <laughs> and they don't want to take my brother in? Yeah. After my parents just died? Right? It's four years. Yeah. Okay. No surprise. Pretty much all the comments agree with us. Can you believe like some people write this and it's like, you think that you're the a-hole? No, okay. they're writing that thinking like, I know I'm not, but I have to get validated and from my wife. is crazy, right? <laughs> Am I the a-hole for suggesting me and my boyfriend cook separate meals? Me, a 25-year-old female and boyfriend, 26-year-old male, moved together, moved in together a few months ago. I'm not American. Maybe I need to say this. And he is also, sorry, English is not my first language. Firstly, we agreed that I would cook because he hates cooking and he would do other chores. That was fine by me because I like cooking. The problem is that he's an extremely picky eater, so this has been problematic. He really, I really like spices, not just pepper. I come from a country where we cook with a lot of spices. He likes the food as bland as can be. I tried to not use too many different spices and make it more bland, but in a way I would also enjoy it, but he hates everything I make. An example, if I cook rice, I usually use garlic, sometimes onion, sometimes add vegetables in it. 
he wants rice just cooked in water without anything. If I cook some kind of meat, I use spices, but he wants to only have salt. It would take too long for me to make two different meals every night, and we only eat dinner together. So I, I said that we should make our own food. The kitchen is big enough for both of us to work at the same time if needed, and we could sit together to eat anyway. But that made him completely angry because he hates cooking, and if I'm already cooking, I should make it for the both of us, and I should make everything to his taste and just add some sauce in my plate. That was in quotes, so I'm guessing that's what he said. He also hates the smell of my food, so he doesn't want me cooking what I like when he's home. Um, now cooking that I love, now cooking that I loved has become a nightmare. I don't know if I should just accommodate to his taste and eat what I want at lunch or when I'm alone. He says that we have a partner or we are a partnership now, so everything should be done thinking about both of us <laughs> and what I'm going to ask us. And I'm going, what I am asking is going to make us more distant. And she's like, this is my first time living with a significant other, so I don't know if this is normal and if he's right or enough. I'm being petty. She does what. realize that when he says you should compromise he's being like compromise to what i like yeah please for the both of us i think it's hard because everyone's like you obviously like need to eat the foods you like and so very obviously have very different tastes but i think it's just like you're going to have a harder time finding foods that both of you like then but you have to try and find foods that both of you like yeah that's what i think we should because like it's not just like if one day you guys like have kids and like have a family you are not going to be making, like, one single food for, like, every single person in the house. It's not going to happen. I think it's, like, a journey you guys go on together. I don't love his tone with the whole, like, his compromising is just... Like, you can't... He's, like, like the smell of it. I'm sorry. That's too bad. Um, I feel like if you... You have to do what normal people would do if they don't like the same foods. You have to find the foods you all like so then you can agree on dinner. Like, when I'm at my dad's house, I don't love pork chops, so he doesn't make pork chops when I'm there but he will make pork chops when I'm not there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You just have to make and it like, all work. Come on. You guys like went on dates and stuff. Like you like some, I guess maybe they ordered different stuff, but it was like, they would at least be able to eat at the same restaurant. Yeah. Have start the same. there. What's like the same vibe you guys like? Otherwise, like I understand she seemed to like, or maybe like you could do like, like adding sides at the very least or something. Like I was going to say, could you like cook something, but then like be able to like add your own stuff? Like, after the fact you know like with tacos i'm saying like you could make whatever stuff for the tacos like the like base the differences of the sides you know what i mean i don't know how many other food options you can think of like that but that's what comes to my mind like of, i don't think the cooking two different things is gonna work either no it just won't but i also don't like definitely don't just do what he says and just like make the most boring meals ever because that's what he wants hmm not the a-hole Perhaps need to come up with a different compromise than what you're already thinking. Yeah. Because two meals every single night is just not going to work. Okay. Am I the a-hole for going off on the restaurant that gave me regular soda instead of zero sugar? I know the title sounds bad, but hear me out. For background, I follow the ketogenic diet. I have seizures and pills weren't working to control them, so my doctor prescribed the diet as a last resort to get them under control. It transformed my life. I've been seizure-free seizure now for years and i've gained a lot of my freedoms back i once thought i'd never get back needless to say i've never had a cheat day or changed the amount of carbs i can have at all it is a prescription diet and i have to follow exactly as directed to keep my freedoms i measure and track all my carbs and fats to make sure i'm getting exactly what i need and when i eat out i always check their nutritional menu before ordering anything about a week ago i decided to treat myself to dinner at one of my favorite restaurants i've been there plenty of times before as there are many food options for me 
When the waitress came to my table, I gave her my typical order, pan-fried salmon filet with a side of asparagus and Coke Zero Sugar. I finished everything, it paid, and left. As soon as I was driving back home, I felt the unmistakable feeling that had haunted me all those years ago, an aura. I panicked, I pulled the car to the side of the road, threw it in park, and put my hazards on before falling into a convulsion. Apparently, someone called the cops because the first thing I remember seeing were blue lights being taken out of the car and being sent to the hospital. At the hospital, I explained my condition and how I had been seizure-free for years thanks to keto. They asked me what I'd eaten this past day, and I told them they said that what most likely happened was the restaurant gave me regular Coke instead of zero sugar, which knocked me out of ketosis immediately. They took my license away for six months until I can again prove to them that diet keeps my seizures under control. I was livid. How was I going to get to work? How was I going to get groceries? Once discharged, I called the restaurant and asked them to speak to the manager. I went off on the manager. I told him the whole story, the worker's name, and the drink I was given that could have nearly killed me or someone else. I'll admit I swore a lot and called the waitress colorful names, which I am now ashamed of. Apparently, now she's been fired from her job, and I feel terrible. So, am I the a-hole for being a Karen at the restaurant and getting a waitress fired? I feel like this has a lot of layers to it, because obviously it's a high-stakes situation, but I also feel like you have to kind of reflect on the fact that the waitress had no way of knowing the implications that could have like I know some people would probably compare this to like a nut allergy but I feel like coke versus zero sugar coke like someone probably she has an edit that said I did inform her my diet and that I can't eat sugar but like I also don't know like she doesn't explain to like what extent she was like oh like I don't eat yeah uh, sugar so like if she didn't say why and to be fair she never technically said like that was the doctor's assumption yeah that's she did have like some edits where She's fairly certain that's the only thing that it could have been because everything else. But you don't know. Yeah. She said, edit two. And I feel it bad. It had to be the soda. I didn't have any other triggers that day. And even on Their previous job. days when I faced something that would have been a trigger, nothing happens because the diet works. You can't say that for 100% certainty, though. I think. And I think that... I don't think she's the a-hole because I think that very clearly... She has a reasonable hunch and something actually did happen and it's like costing her a bunch of independent or like loss of independence. But at the same time, I think a more, I think she should have distanced, like allowed some time to lapse from the situation and then called the restaurant to be hopefully more like informative mm-hmm. and not so much resulting in the girl losing her job. And like, I know the emotions are there. That's why I was saying like, wait. Because obviously she's mad. Yeah. But I do think that I just like have a hard time putting, unless there was like such super explicit, explicit statements of like, I cannot, I absolutely cannot under any circumstances have sugar, which I know she gives a disclaimer, but like to what extent? Because this is probably like a very niche ask that they don't get very often. And we don't even know, like, the waitress isn't even necessarily the one going back and getting the drinks. Like, sometimes they just pick the food up and bring it back. I don't know. Overall, I just feel like, I feel like she's not the a-hole, but she's not in the clear either. I think that's fair. I think I'm kind of in the same spot where, obviously, like, her emotions that she's feeling and, like, her response is, like, it makes sense because, obviously, like, her life was just, like, endangered and she at least from her point of view, like, explicitly said, like, I can't have sugar because of X, Y, or Z. And so, I'm not mad at her, but I also am, like, I 
don't think it's like the waitresses is bad necessarily either because like you said like again unless explicitly she stated like i could have like seizures if i have sugar so like i can't have sugar then i feel like the waitress like if anything could have just been an honest mistake or something that usually like under any circumstance would have been like fine. not a big deal so yeah my next one am i the a-hole for not accommodating my friend with health problems I, a 24-year-old female, have inherited my parents' house and money a few months ago after they passed away. It's a three-bed, two-and-a-half bath. I moved into it almost immediately, and then a few... I don't... It says a few, and then it skips two ago, so I'm going to guess it's months ago. Invited my friend and her fiancé, 24-year-old female and 26-year-old male, to stay with me since they are both having some financial issues. I gave them the bathroom upstairs as well as the smaller bedroom. I have a lot of clothes, so I converted the bigger one into an extra closet for myself. They moved in last week while I was away for a business trip, and when I came home, they sat me down and asked if they could have the master bedroom, and I moved into the smaller one. The master bedroom is huge. My parents had the house custom built for them when they just got married and didn't plan on having kids, so the master bedroom takes up a majority of the upstairs. The bathroom is huge with a tub, walk-in shower, vanity space, and two sinks. However, when I moved in, I paid $50,000 to have the entire bathroom remodeled. I said no because it was my house, and I'm paying for a majority of the bills. They only pay for a quarter. And the fact that I couldn't fit all of my stuff in the small room. They argued if I could fit my stuff, then they couldn't fit the two or they couldn't fit the stuff of two people. They then went on to explain how my friend has IBS and other digestive problems as well as autism and baths help comfort her. Their bathroom does have a bath, so it's not but it's not as big as mine, but it still works. I still said no and that I'm sorry that she's going through that. She complained that it is tough for her to run out of the room and into the bathroom a couple doors down. They then went on to mention how if I'm planning on getting a basement or my basement remodeled that I could remodel it to help fit her needs. And once again, I said no because I'm converting it into an office space for my boyfriend. He's currently in a master's program since we both will work from home. They said that they felt like I didn't care about her health problems and was being rude for not helping them when they needed it. I reminded them that this is not a permanent situation and they stormed off. It's been a week and they still have refused to move their boxes upstairs until I stop spoiled and give them stop acting spoiled and give them the master bedroom some of my friends are saying that i'm the a-hole for not just letting them stay in the room until they move out um when they keep acting like this is a permanent situation or even just moving my stuff out of the bigger bedroom and they let and let them stay there well i don't know the rest of the rest of the thing so anyways does it say how long you're staying there no i think at first i was planning on siding with the couple Really? Well, at first, when I heard, like, the title. Because I was thinking, like, oh, like, what kind of health problems is it that, like, would require mm, something else? Like, you know, if you're going to invite someone in, you want to make sure that you can accommodate them. So I was like, is she, like, in a wheelchair, blah, 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 like, that would require more space? No offense, but I don't think IBS is necessarily... Like, we're talking about a matter of steps, honestly. Yeah. And, like, the space doesn't matter. You have a bathtub. You have a bathroom. Like, I don't know. For me personally, I just don't see, like, why they would require... Especially because she's already being so kind as to let them stay with her. I just kind of am, like... They seem like they're the ones that are, like, holding on to any sort of 
help that she can give them when she's already done quite a bit and they're like just asking for more and more and it's a little weird I think I agree I don't really have much else to add I feel like I just am like well she also said like the master bedroom is huge so like the idea that like it's fewer steps to me doesn't really make sense because i'm like if the bedroom's that a lot big. of people are saying like contact a lawyer and get like make a lease or other people are just saying like get them out of the house asap <laughs> all right so everyone's agreeing with what we're agreeing with so that's good i guess um am i the a-hole for taking a vacation with my boyfriend without his daughter i'll try to make this as simple slash short as possible i 38 female have been with my boyfriend 40 male for 17 years now he has a daughter 19 who i helped raise since she was three she lives with her mother, but we see her on a daily slash weekly basis. We all took vacations throughout the years. Uh, we took her everywhere with us, as we should. My boyfriend and I recently booked a vacation abroad, and since she has college slash exams and can't even go with she want or can't even go with if she wanted, and is quote old enough now, we figured it was a okay for, to just book for the two of us. She threw a fit when she found out, started crying, and basically said that we don't want her to come with us and that we're selfish. I do see her point of view, but I don't think that I slash we are a holes. She's an adult, she goes to school, works, and it's not like we're leaving a toddler home alone, helpless, and starving while we're frolicking around the world. Am I the a-hole? I feel like I'm kind of putting this in if I was like a 19-year-old, which I was 19 not that long ago, and I think it kind of depends on like what kind of 19-year-old she is, if that makes sense, because there's some people that like move on their own and like are very, very independent immediately after they move out and like past 18. And then there's some people, probably like me and a bunch of other people who, like, go to college but are still very much, like, within your intermediate or your immediate family. I don't think it's, like, wrong to want to go on, like, a just parents vacation, but I also feel like considering you raised her, she probably feels like it's a family vacation but without her. So I think it's just, like, communication will get you through it kind of thing. I think that it depends on, like, have you guys gone all together abroad before? Or is this, like, your first abroad trip? Because I feel like if it's your first one, if I was to be like, now that I'm not going, they're going to go abroad, like, thanks for the invite. Just, like, you know, that'd be me personally. But if you have gone abroad before and she's gone on those trips, then I'm kind of like, I don't know, I feel like it's fine. I mean, I think it's fine either way. Don't get me wrong. You can go on a trip with just, like, a couple. But I'm just saying, like, I've been, you know, a child before. And I've been like, well, you're just going to not include me? Especially, I think, if it's the first time going abroad. I'd be like, ouch. I agree, but I think that overall it just seems like they've got to talk through it and they'll all be fine, so here's the last one that I'm going to share for today. Am I the a-hole? Um, I paid to help my sister and her husband start their life together and my wife now has a problem with it due to recent events. I read the first part of this and I don't think I read the rest of it. I was just kind of like, why is this guy so generous? My little sister recently got married and she asked me to help make the beginning of their lives easier I agreed. We bought them a house, paid off their student loans, and gave them some money to put away. Is this guy Jeff Bezos? What does he do? Um, At the time, my wife didn't have a problem with it. But my sister and her had a dispute which culminated in my sister calling her a leech who thinks my brother's money is hers. Um, And now my wife is upset at me for helping them and demanding to pay us back. She apparently used my phone to text my sister and she needed that she needed to pay us back for the house loans and wedding with interest. My sister thought... It came from me and was upset that I'd attached stipulations after the fact. I was confused. She explained things to me and I realized my wife must have done it. I don't understand why she's upset, so I told my wife that I can't just pay, 
I can't just ask my sister to pay me back when she doesn't have the money to. She says my sister could make it the way I did. I told her that was unreasonable, and she said what's unreasonable is you spending hundreds of thousands on your sister. I reminded her that we paid to replace her mother's hip, her brother's cancer treatment, and her father's hospital bill after his stroke. What does this guy do? Um, she says that it's not the same because they are for medical treatment and they needed that they needed it due to no fault of their own, and I needed to get my priorities straight and drop them. Yeah. Wow. Firstly, I would like to know, what does this guy do? And then I'm going to have to say, what is the whole not the a-hole scenario? Who is he asking if he's the a-hole for not wanting to follow his wife's plan? Look, first of all, I would say congrats to you for being able to, you know, offer that much money to them in the first place. I do have to not side with your wife because you did agree to buy those things without stipulation. So you can't go back on your word after the fact. That's my opinion that legally you could probably get around. But I'm like, you offered to pay for their house, their wedding, whatever else, pay off their student loans, you know nothing in return so you can't just like and it sounds like you're they got in a fight one time like no that's my opinion I agree I feel like it makes me a little uncomfortable to think of like his sister just asking for all this and him so happily and with no problem agreeing maybe he really does just have that much money I don't know but I think like the fact that he entered into the agreement with absolutely no expectation of being paid back whatsoever like, you gotta stick to your word, no matter what, because that's a lot, like, you, that's a lot, a lot, he just paid them a lot of money to do a lot of things, in no way, shape, or form could he expect, like, if something were to go wrong for that to just get paid back. And I think, like, it's one thing to say, hey, like, I'm gonna be generous, and, like, I'll pay for, like, the $20 pizza tonight, like, you guys don't worry about it, and then, like, a little bit later, I'm like, actually, like, could you guys pay me back, like, $5, and we just split it? You're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars that they had no intention of paying back and probably do not have saved up, I would guess. So, I don't know. Call me crazy, but I think that you should not make them pay back. A lot of people are saying everyone sucks here, but I'm not really reading why. I agree with that, honestly. Like, it's weird that she would ask, like, the couple would ask for that much money, and it's weird that your wife would, like, want them to, like, pay everything back weird all right last one that i have am i the a-hole for refusing to negotiate on the value of an engagement present i had a milestone birthday coming up so invited among others my sister-in-law and her boyfriend to a dinner party or to a dinner saturday the 14th of august uh two months out mid-june so the birthday party is in august she made the invite in june they accept but then the boyfriend calls me in, in early august and says Sorry, we can't make it. I'm going to propose that night. Okay, shame, but no big deal. I texted him Monday, August 9th to say good luck this weekend. He calls me right away, says, I thought it was your birthday next weekend, the 21st of August. And I said, no, it's this weekend. He hangs up, then calls me back an hour later, says, sorry, change of plans. I'm proposing now on the 14th, so we still can't make your birthday party. This seems deliberate now, so I'm polite, but end with, or so I'm polite, but end the conversation. Um, we see photos at the proposal event the day after. I thought it was going to be a quiet dinner for two, but literally all the friends and his family are there, but not us. Then we're invited to an engagement party mid-September. Invite asks for wishing well donations for furnishing their future home. I'm a bit wary. I'm a bit wary at this point, but we put in what I thought was a decent amount. He calls me the next day and says, "Hey, we actually wanted to get a side table using your gift, but it's a bit more expensive than what you've given us. Can you talk about maybe increasing the amount that you gave?" And I say, 
It's a gift. It's not negotiable. And hang up. And now we're getting silent treatment. Am I the a-hole? I probably missed this. How do they know them? Uh, it is her sister-in-law and her sister-in-law's boyfriend. Um, so how does that work? <laughs> I'm guessing that it would be her husband's sister and the sister's boyfriend. Okay, got it. I was, I was like, what? <laughs> um, this seems like a lot of weird things are going on just with the engagement itself and then the gift that they like I don't know the gift of like oh we want to use your money specifically for this thing I would be like use it for part of that thing then I don't know just weird what was her overall question uh am I the a-hole for refusing to negotiate on the value of the engagement present so like at the end when she was like oh like no a gift is a gift so that's how much I'm giving you no I agree I think it's two separate things, honestly. Like, you gave a gift, and they're like, oh, like, could you give us more? And you're like, no, I gave you what I gave you. Buy what you can for that. If they want a table, like, split someone else's money. That's what I was going to say. If they, maybe they had, like, a registry or something, but I feel like, well, if I was going to get you something from from your registry, like, I would have gotten you something from your registry. And if that's not what you got from me, then I've never heard of someone going back and asking for a larger gift. Yeah, I haven't either, so... Yeah, that was my last one. That kind of wraps up the episode then because we have now finished reading all of the things. We did want to give a quick reminder just because we mentioned Ana Luisa sponsoring sponsoring this episode earlier. If you guys want, you can get 20% off by clicking the link in the episode description or you can go visit shop.analuisa.com slash according. That is shop.analuisa.com slash according. They have lots of amazing jewelry, great sustainable pieces, and they're really timeless. So we'd highly recommend you guys checking them out and consider giving them as gifts for this holiday season. Yeah, so that's going to be it for today's episode. If you guys have not yet followed us on social media, you can follow our Instagram at according to, or you can follow our personals, which are linked in the episode descriptions and in the bio of our according to Instagram. Otherwise, we will go ahead and talk to you guys next Thursday. Bye.